This is KDNK Carbondale Community Access Radio, Glenwood Springs, Carbondale, the Roaring Fork Valley, and beyond. Support for KDNK comes from Louis the Computer Guy providing PC and Mac repair. Networking support, tutoring, and web design. Be secure, informed, and connected. Call Louie at 948-7992. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer, in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. How's it going, Matt? Going well. Kind of a mellow Monday today, huh? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I just was, well, shipping has not been mellow. Yeah? Yeah, I've I've ordered a substantial amount of parts for projects. You're still dealing with with, uh, supply chain shortages? No, not really. No. Everything pretty pretty much. I ordered everything last week and mm-hmm. uh, started coming in Friday, and you know it's continuing today. And I think the yeah. the the last part on that's going to be uh, ten days out, so it's mm-hmm. it'll be here on Wednesday. Uh, there are a couple. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to remember if it was a DI box or a microphone that I ordered. Anyway, some audio parts are, are a little further out, mm-hmm. um, but uh, they're they, they're supposed to be here mid month. So I Got mean. It. No more than three, four weeks out, so that's mm-hmm. not terrible compared to uh, a lot of the stuff we've been dealing with lately. So, well, that's good. I've I've got a package lost in the uh, Greek shipping system that uh, shipped on the twenty uh, sixth of February, and uh, it's not here yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And I keep trying to talk to him, but it's all Greek to me. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't have a sound effect for that. But uh, oh darn it! Anyway. Call um, in if you're with your questions, 963-2976. Yeah, we'll help you fix it. Probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard of an organization called the National Broadband Mapping Coalition? I don't think so. I guess that would be the NBMC. No. If you're into acronyms. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I stumbled across kind of a, 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 a in, important article that... Um, it, the NBMC is a cross-disciplinary group of network analysts, policy experts, digital inclusion advocates, and technologists submitted comments to the Federal Communications Commission regarding proposed rules for, and this is a, uh, um, a rule that's titled Empowering Broadband Customers Through Transparency. That sounds good, doesn't it? So, And it is good, um, not to be sarcastic. Uh, it basically would, if the rule uh, gets passed, uh, it would require Internet service providers to display standardized labels with information on pricing, including introductory rates, broadband speeds, data caps, and more to customers at the point of sale. So it's kind of like the standardized nutrition label on your food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a great idea. I mean, th- that is... Not that the, the, not the nutritional labels are particularly good, but yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, <laughs> but, I just don't like what they say, you know. Right, <laughs> but the but the idea being that it's easier to say, you know, here's twenty, you know, you get twenty five megabits mm-hmm. per second. Yeah, you get, you know, uh, you know, eight hundred gigs of data transfer mm-hmm. on a thirty day basis, and blah, you know, when yeah, re- here's when it, when it renews, when it, you know, all the the little pieces of information that make mm-hmm. it that you need uh, to see where you know where you are for that piece sure for that service well you know um because i've been going through this uh situation we talked about a little bit before the show with uh my cell phone um carrier and uh i it came to my attention after i you know supposedly air quotes paid off my phone um back in december and then my january bill came and there was an additional 30 dollar lease payment on my bill and so I immediately called 
um, my carrier and and said, I, I'm not going to throw any carriers under the bus. I'm going to um, compel our listeners to revisit their um, their cell phone bills because this may be happening to them. And it turns out that this particular carrier has some really crafty 26-page fine print thing that I signed. I'll, 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 hands up. I signed it. <laughs> But somewhere buried in that 26 pages of fine print is a provision that says that as soon as the phone is paid off, there's a remaining balance. And unless that balance is paid off, you get keep getting charged $30 a month or $27 a month ad infinitum. And that balance never goes down. This is it's artful. I mean, that's, the the lawyer that wrote it should get a. I, I don't know what kind of prize they give. <laughs> I don't know what kind of prize Satan hands out, but uh, you know. Anyway, pineapples. Uh, I think. Pineapples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, uh, that that's the contract. And so, if you don't just go ahead and pony up the, I think it's two hundred and seventy six dollars to vacate the lease, then you're going to be paying thirty dollars a month until the cows come home. Literally. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, uh, you know, I kind of like got to the bottom of that and found that, uh, you know, my, my carriers also so busy that they don't have time to answer the, their customer service phone for 15, 20, 25 minutes at, you know, at a stretch. And so I finally just went, you know, and I started checking out other carriers and I found a carrier that is uh, basically will do my sell stuff for $33 a line. Um, period. You know, if you own your own phone. And, um, so anyway, just compelling our listeners to, and you know, where well, I was going with that is that if, if this same approach was applied to cell phone purchase agreements, mm -hmm. I mean, if they could come up with the standardized and then you could just put the three of them right next to each other, because you know, darn well that there's really not that much information in there <laughs> at most of its legalese trying to divert your attention away from how they're going to how they're going to slip you a mickey <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> when you're not looking you know well but, that, i guess that brings up the point of i always call uh i use a uh, a national isp and for now anyway mm -hmm. and uh you, you should call your isp once a year mm -hmm. and and i you know i'm not sure what time of year there is probably some information on the on the internet to to figure out what time is time of year is best for to call them uh -huh. you know when they're running deals and stuff or more likely to be running deals um but you can save yourself probably 10 15 20 dollars a month uh just by you know Thre by threatening to no, leave no not even <laughs> well because they every so often they change their plans so they add a little bit of more you know they, so yeah, you, that's you true. know they drop the yeah. price like five bucks a month uh -huh. and they increase the speed by 50 or 100 megabits per second yeah and yeah. so you just you know you need to because if you're sitting on an old account, they'll just charge you seventy five dollars mm -hmm. a month for fifty megs megabits per second yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, when if you were to sign up fresh right now, uh, you, you'd be paying you know half that. You'd be paying you know thirty dollars, thirty five dollars a month for that same speed. Yeah, and so you should you know, it's at least on ISP stuff. You should definitely consider contacting them and seeing what the current yeah uh i would say plans are. set a reoccurring reminder in your calendar for every six months and and just you know just call call them to yep. say hi you know say hey what's going on what kind of new deals do you guys got uh what kind of new deals do you guys have i'm sorry that was bad <laughs> 
I'm yeah. always afraid that my mom's listening from heaven because she would have busted me on that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, what kind of deals you got there? Well, and it's and the same yeah. goes for your cell phone plan. Your the cell phone plans evolve over time, and mm-hmm. they're competing with each other. So hopefully, you're getting a better, de- you know, you're getting more data for less money, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, that's the same thing. So you want to check on your cell phone plan and make sure that there's not a, one that suits your needs better. Yeah, uh, of you know, at that time when you're mm-hmm. looking. Yeah. No, but I mean the new plan that we're getting on is uh, it uses the same exact infrastructure. See, a lot of people don't know that. Um, is it you know the number I've always worked from is that there is really only two sets of cellular in- cellular infrastructure. Am I correct? I would about say that? three. Three. Okay. Yeah. And and who are the three big players, or so, who who are the owners of that infrastructure? And then we'll get into the yeah. details of the of so the you have leasing uh, and stuff. Sprint and T-Mobile, which is now just T-Mobile. Okay. Uh, you have AT and T, and you have Verizon. Okay. Those are the big three. There's a couple smaller ones like US uh-huh. Cellular, and but they are regional. Got it. Because my understanding, having um, just left one of those carriers, <laughs> um, is that that carrier lives uh, basically uses the infrastructure of Verizon um, that and that might be true for uh-huh. certain locations because the the criteria was they said um, you know when I moved to this new carrier the they they said um, you know do your phones work on such and such you know network and and they said yeah we all use Verizon we all use Verizon systems so those phones will work just fine and then there's the that one other outlier whose phones won't work on the Verizon system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so anyway, um, so uh, just so our listeners kind of understand, actually, uh, let's give a number, 970-963-2976 is the number that you can call to get Matt and I to shut up. And talk about what you well, want to yeah, hear. yeah, talk about what you want to hear, exactly. You can control the conversation. Yeah, we got to talk so, for at least another 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. We, well, <laughs> Almost, we got yeah. 15, and I think our foreign correspondent, Donna Dalton, is going to call in here in just a little bit. As a matter of fact, how's that for telepathetic shit? The phone's ringing right now. All right. And uh, you're on with the geeks. Hey, geeks. I'm, I thought I'd stop the madness. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is Donna. <laughs> but it was um, just getting I, I, good. I, Believe me, once yeah. we once we finish up with you, we we got some juicy stuff. It's going to get just so. Oh, okay, good. Well, um, I won't keep you, but um, I'm being sarcastic. See. I did. So, yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did get a new MacBook Pro, which is super super nice. Nice. Um, did you go with the uh, 16? No, I just went with the 14. Okay, got it. And it's um that was plenty expensive, you know. Sure. Um, but boy, it's fast. And that retina display I mean, makes up for the fact that it's only 14 inches. It's just so, the clarity is just so good. It doesn't really bother you that it's so small. Um, yeah, it's not bad actually. I mean, it's a really nice screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think eventually my plan is to plug it in, you know, to get an external monitor, mm-hmm. um, and then just use the monitor on the MacBook pro, like to have my email up or something and then use the the main screen to do whatever work I'm working on. Got it. Um, but uh, I have a couple questions for you, though. So one of the things, you know, I move. I want to move away from Quicken, and I was looking at all these different, you know, online financial software and um, and other some, you know, alternatives to Quicken. But the nice thing about Quicken is it has all my data for like the last you know twenty years, right? Sure. Um, and some of the online ones will only sync up like one of them is like the last 90 days and another one is, 
the last like two years only. So it's hard then you can't really keep historical data. And I don't like, I don't know that I like having my stuff on the cloud anyway, but yeah. do you have any suggestions for other financial software that well, are maybe less expensive? Well, I was going to say that, um, are you using it for invoicing or is this just simply personal nope. finance? Just to keep track of my budget and my investments and, you know, to give my tax man, my tax person, the, you know, all my categories for my rental property and my, you know, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. My travel. Yeah. Have, have you checked out, expenses, um, not much. there's a piece of software. I have a couple of clients using a product called Mint. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I've heard of Mint, and that's yeah. online as far as I know. Hmm. Do they like it? Um, yeah, uh, I've, I've had positive uh, feedback about it. Um, now, but the last time I talked to somebody about it, it was not in the cloud yet at that point. It was a standalone, uh, it was an app. Oh, okay. I um, was using so, something. I thought it was an app, but, um, well, I'm, I'm not, yeah. sh- I'm not sure. Oh, look at there. You know who owns mint? <laughs> mm-hmm. Into it. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Never mind. That's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, I use one for my, uh, business and, and obviously it's invoice centric uh, called uh, invoice ninja and it has a basic accounting suite in it and all those kinds of things um, I don't know if it's going to save you very much over quick and uh, but it is an open source project so uh, I usually oh, try if, okay. if there's a something that's usable that's an open source project that's kind of my the direction I head uh, for that there's a I mean there's is a bunch of money dance have you heard of Money Dance? It's like a little bit, might be a little bit cheaper than Quicken, but Quicken on the Mac is not that great, and I really want to get rid of my PC. Uh, have you looked at something like uh, GNU Cash? Uh, no. Okay. Uh-uh. So it's a, a program, I, uh, I think it's still being developed, uh, b- but I think it has Quicken import and exports. So I th- uh, it may be worth looking at it on your machine. Okay. Uh, so... But and then okay. and then if you like look up like GNU Cash alternatives, they'll probably bring up you know several others. Uh, but that's a open source personal finance, and I think I'll even do okay. invoicing. Uh, but that's a, a an open source uh, okay. personal finance tool that you can use. Yeah, I've heard of like personal capital and money fire bank something used to be iBank Bank Livity or something, and then Mint was on that list. SEE finance. About, um, um, okay, I'll look at some of those. How so. about Monarch Money? Oh, report have, you, back. have you seen Monarch report Money? Back. Monarch, Monarch Money? No. Yeah, uh-uh. check that one out. It's um, okay. I will. The screenshots are the very. Last... The screenshots are very attractive, and they have a smartphone app. So. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah, that might where be you handy. can scan in receipts. Hopefully. Yeah, I haven't, really haven't do- dove that deep, um, but yeah, okay. it uh, rates four point eight stars on the uh, App Store. And um, oh, okay. Four point six on the Google Play Store. So apparently, the either the Apple people like it better, or it runs uh, the apps more suited okay. to the uh, Apple platform. So the but, other uh, thing I wanted to mention was, uh, can you guys talk about the HEIC format? Somebody sent me a picture. I think it was from his Mac. Uh huh. And I and it wouldn't. And I sent it. He sent it to my iPhone, but I couldn't view it. He had. I don't mm-hmm. know if he had to change a format to a JPEG. Yeah, so the HEIC is is basically uh it's a 
fancy name for an animated GIF. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So when whenever you get those live um, images that you take on your you know from your Apple phone, uh, you know where yep. it moves for a second or two. Um, that's yeah. an that's an H E I C. It stands for High Efficiency Image File Format. Uh, I don't know where the F comes from okay. in there, but. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and that format is not widely accepted. Uh, if you try to submit it, you know, try to submit a document that was taken while your phone was in HEIC mode, uh, most most okay. websites and portals won't take it. And uh, but it is the good news is it's very simple to. Uh, I use iTunes to export all mine out to a JPEG. So right, yeah. yeah. Oh, somebody's phone. Yep. I got to get some good ringtones on my phone. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know the good news is, well, you know the trick. You can you can make ringtones, right? <laughs> it's uh, I yeah, I've never really I haven't done it in many years, yeah. you know. I used to. So you basically take a a, a MP3 file in uh iTunes and you you know how there's a like if you do get info on a song in iTunes, you can yep. you can go in and mm-hmm. you can prune the song. You can say, you know, when oh, you okay. when you play this song only play from 22 seconds to 34 seconds you, you that that's oh, okay. a setting in the uh, get info screen that you can do and then you so you, you prune it and then you save it out to your desktop and then you just manually go in and change the uh um change the file name extension uh everything after the period and then it becomes usable you could upload it to your phone and use it as a ringtone so what do you change the file extension to i'm trying to remember what is the uh um is like m4r or something like that um, i can't remember off the top of my head either it's been a long yeah. time since i've done I a can ringtone Google it. That's yeah right. too much brain damage okay but, sounds yeah. good yeah well but anyway. those are uh that's three things you've ta- taught me today Woo-hoo. so i appreciate yeah. it and yeah i've got like... a ringtone called rock you like a hurricane so sorry oh. Da-na-na. Is that your wife? Da-na-na. Da-na-na. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Very good. All, All right. right. That was a good one. Listen, yeah. now, I'll let you... Thanks. I'll listen to the rest of the show. All Thanks, right. guys. Take care, Donna. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. You're listening to Geek Speak on KDNK. Have a few more minutes left. 963-2976. So uh, I, I think where we left off there uh, with the really boring watching paint dry material uh, is that the are you old enough to remember the breakup of the baby bells do you do you know what that's what that terminology means i know what it means yeah, but I, so. I think i was probably under five you were, years you were old. a baby at the moment i was a right? baby so yeah it, it's so like it's, one of those things that the, babies just weren't into you know yeah i yeah. mean I've, i worked on computers as five-year-old but yeah yeah not not paying attention to yeah. ma bell but anyway i'm sure you're familiar with the government antitrust laws and mm-hmm. uh, oh okay somebody's gonna stop us here you're on with the geeks. Hey, yeah, last week I was listening. It might have been last week, might have been two weeks ago, but we, you were talking about, um, I had some questions about Internet service, like between the DSL and some of the satellite Internet. You guys were kind of touching on that, and I missed it, and I just wanted to know if you could, sure, you know, with speeds and... and um, well, I guess I would know, just break it down by... Tech, I would just break it down by technology. Yeah. So you have uh, fiber is your fir- mm-hmm. is the first one you if the it's, fastest if it's available yeah. and it's within your budget, go that direction. Uh, second one would be uh, cable, which is Xfinity or Comcast uh, in this area. Right. So that'd be my second choice. Uh, th- third choice gets a little okay. more. Yeah, that's not available to me where I am. Okay. So. Okay. Got it. Um, 
then it kind of goes between DSL and terrestrial broadband, which would be like uh, Rise Broadband, Pathfinder, uh, Kellen Communications. Are there any others in this area? I think that's the three. Those yeah. are the three. Yeah. Um, so terrestrial broadband, DSL, um, they're kind of in the same boat. I would probably uh, lean towards the terrestrial broadband over DSL at this point. Uh, right. th- then you have DSL, um, and then you have uh, like geosynchronous satellite like HughesNet or uh, Wild Blue. Uh, then we have these other ones that are coming up. Actually, well, I was going to say you should pro- we should probably insert Starlink in there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure where above, that one goes. Above DSL. Well, because of, because the latency is so much lower. Yep. I'm, so it's, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, I'm Carl. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead here. But yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, so go uh, ahead, Matt. Well, I was just going to say the same. Well, I was just going to say the same. Where I don't know where exactly where those go in that order. So it'd be like somewhere, right. like somewhere in the same area as terrestrial broadband, broadband for for Starlink no, for and Starlink. Uh, what's the Amazon one? I can't remember. I can't remember either. So, so there's a couple that are low Earth orbit, so they have uh, you know, hundreds or tens or thousands or tens of thousands of satellites uh, in low orbit, and so you have good latency, good speed. Um, and they're roughly the same cost, depending on what you're doing, as uh, the geosynchronous satellites. So that's kind of right. the, and that's, that's kind of the food chain. Right, right. And so, um, kind of like, you know, if you're going satellite between HughesNet or or Starlink, but you think, and I, I guess my choices are DSL or or internet, or I mean, a uh, satellite internet. So uh-huh. that see, see I, I I guess. I would definitely call the terrestrial uh, wireless uh, providers. Again, that's uh, right. uh, Broad Voice. Or no, excuse me. Uh, what is it? Broad. What is it? Oh, oh. Uh, Pathfinder. Well, you have Pathfinder, Kellen Communications, and um, you, uh, Rise Broadband. Rise Broadband. Yeah, yeah. So I would call them and see if they have any antennas in your area uh, that, that they can look at from your location and grab onto those if you can. Because uh, I'd be kind of surprised if, if you're far enough out where – the uh the other ones aren't available i'd be kind of surprised if dsl is available there right okay yeah. um what, but, all right. what's your well, gen- what's your general neighborhood without giving away your location well we're i'm just out by the rodeo grounds but you know could um out there outside of carbondale so sure you know there is dsl out there but i i don't know if yeah. that's just i would i would strongly either I, I would strongly recommend just, you know, based on, on my experience and my history with the different, uh, so like Matt used the term, uh, ter- terrestrial broadband. It's also known as fixed wireless and just a very, very quick nutshell explanation of like a lot of people think that so fixed wireless, basically the way it works is they come and install a little antenna on your, on the outside yeah. of your house and it aims at a, an antenna up on the mountain. And then, right then that signal then gets brought into your house and plugged into a wireless router, and that's what the the computers in your house connect to. So it's kind of like a multi... Uh, it's a, There's a second hop between the antenna on the outside of your house and getting into your house and to your computers. But anyway, I, I would strongly, uh, based on the service record of you know the experiences that I've had, I would start uh, with... I think Kellen is the best the best value. Um, and they, they're not the fastest. I, I'm, last I checked, I think Pathfinder was pretty much you, – you could get 100 meg service with Pathfinder, but you, you pay like a couple hundred bucks a month for it. 
um, right. something like right. that. So, and I think anyway. there are certain parts over that direction of Carbondale that do have uh, Comcast available. Oh, but it depends okay. on how far out you are. So yeah. it depends on your exact right. location. So, yeah. um, a lot of these websites you can go plug in your. A lot of these carriers you can plug in your. Uh, Address the and they, or your address, I meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. and then they'll tell you whether it's available in your area, and so that's what I would yeah. kind of start doing when and you're looking for that. Start there, and, and if you do call okay. into Kellen, you'll get a you more times than not will get a human being right then, right there, and he will look your address up for you. So um, anyway, okay. Thanks so much for the call. That's that was a good. great question. Yep. All right, so, thank you. Uh, thanks, guys. That clears one. things up for me. Appreciate right. it. Awesome. Bye bye. All right. So that they've wasted another perfectly good 25 minutes of their lives. Exactly. Listening to Geek Speak. All right. And we'll be back on the 18th, it looks like. Is that the deal? That's the deal. Sweet. You've been listening to Geek Speak on KDK. I'm your host, Matt McBrayer from Ruin Fork Help Desk in studio with Louie the Computer Guy. Let me correct that. Be the, it should be the... You're right. You're right. The 18th. Yeah, 18th. All right. Okay, we're Thank good. Thank you, Matt. You're very welcome. Have a great one. Take care.